trivia music show of your favorite pop stars. How you doing out there, family? Welcome to Pop Muse, the pop music trivia show of your favorite stars. And if it's your first time joining us, we are all over the internet finding lesser-known facts about some of the legends, big names, megastars, or what I always say, some cool cats from the international and national stage to fill you in on. And let's see if you know as much as you think you know about some of these big icons in the world of music. I'm TJ Reed, and I've got my girl Cynthia Xingyu in the studio. What's going on? Hi there. This is Xingyu. I'm happy to see that many artists have returned with concerts in China, mm. including some of the big names like Jay Chou, Mei okay. Fish Liang that we've covered before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the singer that I am going to talk about today, she's also made a comeback okay. recently. And nice. she is over 50 years old now. Mm. But she's holding quite a few concerts um, in cities across China, so I'm really looking forward to that. Okay, all right. Well, looking forward to hearing who this person is. Uh, For me, I have, I guess you can call this artist like a new age artist. New age artist? Not necessarily the group or the musicians that I listened to back in the day, but upon hearing his music, I'm starting to rock to it a little bit. It's different. It's got a different vibe, but it also Mm -hmm. has a bit of the old style in it too. What? So, I don't know. It's kind of, yeah, it's a little bit hard to describe, but uh, this artist's music is, uh, it's pretty Pretty cool. I think he's famous worldwide, so you might know who this person is, or at I least I've heard of it. Yeah, but I'm not that confident. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Well, hopefully, for those of you listening out there, this will trigger some of your knowledge, and we'll see if you can pick up who I'm talking about pretty early. But before we get started, guys, everything that we find is internet-based, so there is a possibility that some of these quote-unquote facts may be erroneous or outdated, so reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you if there are any inaccuracies, and we'll hopefully update that onto a later episode. So, all right, now that that's done, let's go ahead and jump right into this. I'm going to go ahead with my artist for fact number one, and my sources come from Biography.com, Money, Inc., and Rolling Stone. This artist is from the rough streets of Scarborough. He's from a multicultural neighborhood, and he's the child of immigrant parents. Scarborough in England. I'm not going to say which country yet. All right. I'm going to leave that there. His parents were never married and they split up when this artist was a toddler. Mm, And as a result, he grew up with his mother and grandmother and his mom had to work three or four jobs to support her family. Wow. Yeah. So I guess um, according to uh, Rolling Stone magazine, he didn't have much contact with his father since he, I guess his father was busy with his new family. family. Mm. Yeah. I'm starting to wonder why so many artists, they're from broken families. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess it just makes their music and their work a lot more penetrating because, Ah. I mean, it comes from pain, right? I think Mm -hmm. the biggest inspiration for most artists is is pain, pain, unfortunately. So moving on here at home, he spoke Amharic with his grandmother and English and French at school. So this guy's a trilingual. All right. What's the first language? (laughs) 
M. Herrick. Uh, as a child, his mother took him to see a movie called The Mask, starring the Jim. Mask. Yeah, starring Jim Carrey. I remember I this movie. It yeah. was really, really popular back in the day. I loved it. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I, I love the movie too, and I, I love Jim Carrey. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess this movie inspired him to want to go to film school to become an actor. So, yeah, I remember some of uh, Jim Carrey's films having that appeal. The Truman Show. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. Mm. Yeah. Let's move on to fact number two. This is according to Biography.com, The Guardian, and Wikipedia. At the age of 17, after switching schools several times, this artist and his friends dropped out of school. Wow. Yeah. And as usual, on the show, when artists do drop out of school, it never normally goes well <laughs> with the family. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess he staged a move out one weekend, which was one of the most memorable moments of the artist's life. And I guess from the Guardian um, interview that he gave, mm -hmm. he remembers the look of disappointment and like shame that his mother cast at him oh. while leaving. And I can understand that because... No. Especially for immigrant uh, families, when they go to different countries, mm -hmm. they want their children to succeed. They, they left the place for oh. whatever reason. And when they come to another country, they want their kids to succeed. Mm. And so his mom was working like three jobs, yeah. four jobs. And so and then, of course, if your kid drops out of school, which for most people, this is essential for success. Right. It's to get an education and yes. then go forward. So, yeah, I could understand. Yeah. Yeah, I could understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he and his high school dropout buddy shared an apartment together and worked on music for their mixtape. Uh, they paid rent with their welfare checks and shoplifted at nearby supermarkets to survive. So they stole something. Yeah. The supermarket. Oh. They stole stuff. It was during this dark chapter of their lives where they were they even fell victim to substance abuse, which is referenced a lot in his music and mm. his crew. And in a 2016 interview with The Guardian, he admitted to also spending nights in jail when he was about 18. Something or doing... Oh, I don't know. A collection of things, obviously. I mean, I don't know if it's from the shoplifting or for not paying for being homeless because mm -hmm. he was homeless for a while. So, yeah, serving that time in jail, he described as being bad enough for him to smarten up and focus. Mm, and so he learned a hard lesson? Yeah. I guess. Well, sometimes that's what it's got to take. Mm. For some people, you can tell them and tell them and tell them and tell them. I'm sure parents tell their kids all the time not to do this yeah. and that, but sometimes you just need a hard lesson to open your eyes and see what's, what's happening. Exactly. Yeah, so... All right, we're going to move on to fact number three. And this is from the same sources, Biography.com and Money, Inc. This artist was discovered by hip-hop bigwig Drake. Drake. Yeah, oh, you've heard this name, huh? I've heard of this name, but yeah. Okay, okay. Well, at least you heard the name. Mm. So I guess some of the songs that this artist made, Drake liked it. And he posted it on his um, oh, so social Drake media. Drake posted this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So... Um, um, and I think this is a huge clue for fans out there. Okay. Uh, I know Drake has put up a lot of people in music, but I think this particular artist might be a huge clue. Mm. Before that, this artist worked folding shirts at American Apparel, which is a, a famous retail store. Sells clothes. <laughs> folding shirts. Yeah, he's folding shirts. And this was around 2010. And he began making music uh, with the intent of selling it to other musicians around the same time. 
and his coworkers check this out his coworkers would listen to his music while they worked and didn't realize that it was him that was singing them so like he, the music he didn't tell them yeah he didn't tell them and also like i guess he was making music and his music was quite popular but his they didn't know who he was yeah the coworkers because he was folding shirts so they <laughs> can't imagine that someone folding shirts can make music like that well i, I think there's a little bit more to it and i'll get into that a little bit later okay um, his mixtape, which a, which was a free download, okay, pushed his career forward, especially when Drake got involved, which ultimately led to a record deal. His uh, earlier mixtapes were re-released in an album that went platinum. So, yeah, I guess eventually Drake put them up on the scene and um, their music, I guess their first tape or their mm-hmm. first release was a free download, which is, I don't know, I think that that's kind of interesting. Um, most artists want to get paid for their work yeah. and their music, but I guess these guys released it for free. Uh, we're going to go on. Fact number four. And I think for the fans out there, they probably already know who I'm talking about at this point. But we're going to keep it moving. Money Inc. here is a source. Despite his popularity, he managed to hide away from the public due to deep-seated insecurities. Insecurities. Yes. So he's afraid of being seen by the public? Well, apparently he's very insecure and hates, or at least at one point, hated how he looked. Ah. And so he would either avoid taking pictures completely or asked to be cropped out of ones that were uh, accidentally taken of him. <laughs> so I think that might have something to do with why he made music and even his co-workers didn't know that he was doing music or because he just doesn't like the so public like attention. Low key. Very low key. Oh, extremely low key. Extremely low key. Oh. Yeah. He admitted during his mixtape days that he didn't even know his lyrics when he was in the recording booth. What? So some of the songs he sang, he couldn't even understand himself what he was saying. So I think like <laughs> when we hear musicians sing, some uh-huh. some of them sing and their lyrics are very clear and you can understand what yeah. they're saying. But you also have some songs where you don't really understand what they're saying and it you have you need the subtitles or the, the lyrics to ah. read to understand what they're saying sometimes. Yeah, like like Jay Cho. <laughs> Jay Cho's the same, huh? He's known for his songs that you you don't know what he's singing about, you know. Oh man. Okay, well I'm not sure if it's the same thing. Maybe they both were just like, Oh, okay, I forgot what I was saying there, but I'm just yeah, gonna Yeah, but he, it's Jay Cho's style, so <laughs> forgetting lyrics for years, huh? Okay, got it. <laughs> All right, so let's move on here. His trademark dreadlock hairstyle, which was inspired by artist Jean-Michel Basquiat. He kept that style largely because he didn't want to end up looking like everyone else. And he wanted to be remembered as iconic and different. But eventually, he ended up cutting it off. So what is dreadlock? Dreadlocks. You don't know what dreadlocks are? No, no, no. Well, it's really typical in the reggae music genre where, you know, the guys, they twist their hair. Mm Mm-hmm. And it gets really long. Ah. Yeah. So this is dreadlocks, and he has this style. But it's, is it, isn't that common? It's quite common, but he rocks it a little bit differently, put it that way. He has his own style oh, of the okay. way that he, he shaves a part of his head, but oh. leaves dreads there. So, yeah. yeah. Right. Again, I think I'm just screaming the answer for <laughs> some of the fans. Not to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. Uh, Fact number five, this is the final fact, and this is according to Money, Inc., ET, or Entertainment Television Online, and Wikipedia. This artist had very famous relationships with singer Justin Bieber, 
Taylor's ex, Selena Gomez,、oh. and model Bella Hadid. And both relationships were the main inspirations behind the 2018 album. My dear melancholy. I think I just gave the answer、My、to a lot of people.、It's、the name of the album. Name of the album.、Oh. Yes. So yeah,、uh, for fans out there, this is just yeah, this is the answer. But I think for Shing Yu here, I have <laughs> no idea. <laughs> this artist cited his single most influential musician was Michael Jackson, and Michael has Jackson. yeah, and he has a pre-performance ritual of listening to his music to get him in the zone. <laughs> so he listens to I think the album Off the Wall, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, and he's he just plays this music and it gets him. I guess in his musical zone, ready to get out there and get perform.、Prepared. Yeah, because my you know a lot of Michael's music has a lot of energy, especially around that time. Yeah. So yeah, and I could clearly hear the MJ influence in his voice and in his music. When I first heard this artist, I felt wow, he sounds a lot like Michael Jackson. So I don't know. Okay. Moving on, the house that he rents in the Hollywood Hills is reportedly haunted. He said, "Quote: I've had sleep paralysis. I hear voices sometimes. I heard the hills are over Indian burial grounds, but I hope that it's just the wind. Let's just pray that it's the wind. There must be a ghost living in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So there's no doubt that this residence has influenced a very famous song of the same name, a song called The Hills." Okay. Can you sing a bit of that song?、Uh, I don't know that song so well, <laughs> so no, I can't sing it. I just heard it for the first time when I did the research, so I can't really、All、sing、right. that. So、uh, yeah, and just a little tidbit here. Earlier, I mentioned that he watched Jim Carrey and was really impressed by this、um, this、mask. actor. I guess they ended up meeting in person. So he did he become an actor? No, but they met in person and they went to that same movie theater、oh. and they watched another movie together. And I guess Jim Carrey. Grew up in the same neighborhood, and、um, actually, they could see each other's home from their balconies, <laughs> according to、uh, the sources here. So yeah, it's kind of kind、they're、of random.、Like、good friends. Yeah, now they're like good friends,、ah. and I think that's just kind of cool to be able to I don't know hang out with somebody that inspired you in your youth. So,、mm. but anyway, that's pretty much it for this artist. Yeah, I think I need the help of the internet. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to look up based off of everything that I've shared. Hopefully, you can look something up. Twenty-five.、Um, I think I'll just、uh, search the album that you 20. mentioned. My dear melancholy. <laughs> Ten seconds. But five seconds. What? I think we've done this artist. All right. So, well, time's up. Uh, All right. So, who do you have for me? But、um, what I found is the weekend. Yes, <laughs> it's the weekend. We've done an episode <laughs> about the weekend. No, we no? haven't. We did.、Uh, we played a song with them and Doja Cat. Oh, okay.、Yeah. <laughs> so, the weekend originally Abel Hesfey broke into the music scene with the 2011 mixtape House of Balloons. He went on to work with Drake, Wiz Khalifa, and others while building his own career as an artist. In 2015, he enjoyed. Huge success with the Grammy-winning album *Beauty Behind the Madness*, which boasted the hit single "Can't Feel My Face." 
His follow-up album, Starboy, in 2016 also won a Grammy and featured collaborations with artists such as Daft Punk, which we have covered on this show. Mm-hmm. And I got a few tracks from this artist that I would like to share for the show. Okay. First up, we're going to play the track Die For You. And uh, that'll be followed by Out of Time. And if there's time, we'll share a little bit of that creepy one that I mentioned earlier, The Hills. Let's hear it.
The Hills by The Weeknd. Mm. Yeah, I could definitely hear the Michael Jackson influence yeah. in this artist. I mean, you know, with his voice and just the way that uh, even some of the music it has. There's some dance beats, but mm. also it's just I think there's a variety. It's got it's a kind of an electric R&B type style. Oh. So um, and Die For You, I definitely heard it somewhere. It sounds really familiar, but I didn't know it's it's from the weekend. So why is it called the weekend? <laughs> I guess the name comes from that time when they staged that move out. Move out. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that weekend. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I guess this guy's from Canada. So Canada. yeah, in Canada, I guess there's a, there was a band called the weekend already. So he just removed the oh. E to, you know, that way he wouldn't be, you know, duplicating somebody else's name. But mm. yeah, Drake's also from Canada. So I think that's why he helped him. Mm come up so right. yeah this was just a really really big clue that i couldn't really drop at that time because i felt like it would have just <laughs> given it away for our listeners out there mm-hmm. but anyway cool music it's got a different kind of swag to it but as i mentioned an old style to it too mm-hmm. with the, the mj influence but anyway right Xing Yu, who you got for us today um the singer that i'm going to talk about she is really a multi-talented so it's she's an all-round artist. Okay, I can say yeah. And let's just get started. All right, that's number- your style. You just want to jump right into it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's jump right into it. Yeah. Fact number one. Um, this is from BaiduWeekendSohu.com. Mm-hmm. So she was born in a quite wealthy family. In oh, okay. Silver spoon. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say gold spoon. Gold spoon. Okay. So in English, it's silver spoon. In Chinese, we say gold spoon. Well, you. If you say gold spoon, people will definitely understand what you're saying. (laughs) You're you're, you're one-upping me a little bit, though. Okay. Yeah, she was born with a gold spoon. Mm, All right. But her parents got divorced when she's two years old. So she was raised by her grandparents. And she admitted in an interview that she was spoiled by her grandparents. Yeah, but her grandpa uh, sometimes could be very strict. 
And she learned to play the piano from an early age, and later attended、uh, the California State University in the U.S. to study music.、Mm-hmm. So she went there all alone, and she said that her grandma only gave her tuition fee. So she had to earn money to cover her living expenses. Oh wow, that's that's education for you. I mean, <laughs> being born with yeah, money and then having so, to work—it's like what? Yes, exactly. So <laughs>、oh, she、man. had to be. She had to learn to be independent. I guess <laughs> that's crazy. And, yeah, Kudos to those grandparents. Man. Yeah, when she arrived, she she couldn't bear the life there, so she cried for for two weeks and. She's、uh, like, I gotta she, work. This <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> yeah, she kept calling her grandma, saying that I um I want to go back. Send me money. <laughs> yeah, send me the money. And until her grandpa said, if you can't finish the education there, you'd better die there. Ooh, that wow. Yeah. That is really harsh. <laughs> oh my goodness!、Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that before、mm, on the show.、Harsh. And after three months of studying there, her grandma paid a visit to her in the United States.、Mm. And by that time, she she had already been used to the life there, so she really,、uh, I guess, grew up a bit. Yeah, well, she had to. It was yeah, like sink or、to. swim. It was like if you don't swim, you're gonna go under. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna drown yourself. <laughs> you either make it or don't come back. Wow. And after graduation, she returned to Taiwan and joined the Rock Records. So、mm. it was the most successful record label in Taiwan at that time.、Uh, she worked as an assistant of music producer. And she said during that period she had to run errands and even clean the toilets.、Mm. So、oh wow! She started、uh, from the very basic. Yeah, these assistant jobs in these record companies、yeah. are—they're kind of diverse. <laughs> I mean, you're not just dealing with music. Yes. I've heard. I think on previous episodes, some guys like run coffee errands for、All、people、right. that are actually doing music. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So it's like you're not a servant, but you're just、uh, assistant. assistant doing. Literally anything. Anything, exactly. And yeah, cleaning toilets.、Mm. Man, they must have not liked that. It sounds like maybe somebody that she was working with had a thing against her、oh, and just made her. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the next fact. This is according to Wikipedia. She made her debut as an actress.、Hmm. So in 1995, she played the leading role in a film titled Xiao Yu、okay. and won the Best Actress of Asia Pacific. Film Festival,、hmm. and the movie was directed by Sylvia Chang,、uh, a filmmaker in Taiwan.、Right. Uh, in Chinese, her name is called Zhang Aijia, and I think、um, it's quite amazing for a young girl like her to make a debut in a film and then won the Best Actress immediately. It's a rare thing. Yeah, she came a long way from cleaning those toilets, huh? <laughs> <laughs> She must have struck a chord with somebody in that office. Yeah, but anyways,、um, the director Sylvia Chang、uh, became a mentor to her,、mm. and they are still in a very good close relationship.、Um, and I got to know the singer through a comedy romance TV drama called Pink Ladies. Okay. Yeah, and it's a story about four single ladies living together in a villa, and each has very different personality and. Attitude towards love.、And mm. She played this character of a kindergarten teacher who has buck teeth. 
Okay. Really big front teeth. Oh wow! All and, right. Yeah, she, her dressing style is very old-fashioned. She looks not pretty, a little bit ugly, <laughs> and with exaggerated facial expressions and gestures, and is desperate to get married. So for the actress, she usually plays the role of a pretty and innocent woman. Mm-hmm. So it's her first time to play a very contrasting role. Okay. And that character left a deep impression. On me, so whenever I hear her name, I would think of you. Think of that role. You think of those buck teeth, huh? Yeah, buck teeth. And (laughs) (laughs) jeez. And she also starred in the famous comedy action drama film called A World Without Thieves. Hmm. It's directed by famous Chinese director Feng Xiaogang and starring Andy Lau. It's a very famous film in China. Okay. So have you heard of? No, I haven't heard of it. I've heard of Andy Lau, but uh, a film. Yeah. About a world without thieves. Yeah, uh, must world be a, must, without thieves. Must be a fantasy film. <laughs> and she played the role of a professional thief who finds out that she is pregnant with the the child of her lover, who is also a professional thief. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah, and um, she decides to clean up her act and be a better person. So, because of the film, she won the Best Actress of a Hundred Flowers Awards. It's uh, considered. The Chinese equivalent of the Golden Globes. Okay. So she left a big mark in the acting world. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, so it sounds like she's got her start in movies as opposed to music. Okay. Yeah. And fact number three this is according to Baidu Wiki. So shortly after her first film that I mentioned, mm-hmm. she immediately released her debut album. Um, and one of the songs titled Crazy for Love attracted much attention in Mandopop. Mm. Mm. And her best known song is actually a Chinese cover of a Japanese song by pop duo Kiroro. <laughs> okay. I don't know the band, no. but yeah, it's a sad love song that expresses one's regret in realizing what love is and how to love someone after the lover is gone. How to love someone once they've already gone. okay? Yeah, so that makes sense. It's like maybe after you break up, you realize your shortcomings in that yes, relationship exactly. and how you could have done it better. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. Mm. And after twenty years, the song is still a very popular KTV song. <laughs> oh, really? Is that a song you sing, Ching Yu? Yeah, I yeah, think I every that. time, every time I will <laughs> sing this song. Wow. Um, okay. And um, yeah, I can I can tell you the name of the song. But I think already many fans have figured out who she is. It's called Later. No, Later as in afterwards. Holai. Oh, uh, after. After. And uh, in the song, it says, Later, I finally learned how to love, but unfortunately, you have long gone. Mm. <laughs> it's a sad love song. Yeah, sounds like it. Mm. All right, let's move on to... Next fact. All right. Um, so apart from being an actress and singer, she also got involved in filmmaking. That's why I said she's really multi-talented. Yeah. And in 2018, she made her directorial debut with romance drama film Us and Them. Us and Them. Okay. Mm. And the movie is about the story of a man and a woman who meet on a train to Beijing and fall in love. And on they, a train, huh? Yeah, on a train, and they. How long so was they're, the ride? They're from, was it a short ride or was it a long it's a ride? Long, it's a slow train. And, uh, okay. uh, yeah, they, they meet on a train. 
they're both from rural areas, so they try to create a better future for themselves in the big city, and yeah, they end up growing apart. So it's a oh. another sad story. Yeah, that seems to have a lot of appeal for this artist. <laughs> okay. But anyway, it grossed over two hundred million dollars, according to Box Office Mojo, mm-hmm. making the artist the highest-grossing female director for Chinese films at that time. Okay. So she's quite successful as yeah. a as a movie director. Sounds like it. All right. Mm. Still have no idea who she is, but um, um, it anyways, gives me something to look up. Mm, there's more to that. Um, fact number five. This is according to Tencent News. Apart from being film director, she is also a writer. Oh. The artist says there are two things that she's never stopped doing, and that is reading and writing. She has published more than ten books. Wow. That's amazing. I didn't know that before. And in one of her books. Titled "Dare to Be Lonely in Someone Else's Arms." <laughs> Dare to be lonely. Dare to be lonely in someone else's arms. Wow, there's a lot that you can read into <laughs> in that. And, and it's a little bit confusing. Confusing, yeah. yeah. Um, actually, she talked about solitude and the company of others in in this book.、Mm. She revealed some of the details of her marriage. So she married a businessman, I think, in 2011. Oh, okay. Say no more. Okay. Even though they're together, she's still lonely because he's always gone on business. No, no, no. Not in that sense. <laughs> not in that. I, I, I think she's trying to say that、um, as a couple,、mm-hmm. you know, after the marriage, there are times they enjoy doing certain things together, but there are also times they enjoy the time of being alone. So she said sometimes they would go out together. But they go in different directions to do different stuff.、Mm-hmm. Sometimes they go to a cinema to watch a movie, but they go separately to watch a different movie. And then after the movie, they would meet together and go back home together. Okay,、um, I'm sure there's、uh, other context to this. <laughs> that I don't know.、Um, and she said, back home they also have their separate rooms. Okay.、Um, sometimes they sleep separately. Okay.、Mm. Well, whatever works for different people. You know, I'm not, I'm not judging, but yeah, just that title of the book has lots of implications. <laughs> Jeez. Anyways,、yeah. um, there are some extra clues for you.、Uh, her nickname is Milk Tea. In Chinese, 奶茶 Okay. Anyways, and her signature songs, "When Love Is Coming,"、mm-hmm. and "Step Aside," and "Love You More and More." These are her signature songs. Okay.、Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, that gives me something to definitely look up. <laughs> so, are you done with your、uh, yes, trivia? Yes. Okay. I think for the listeners out there, you just spilled it for them. I think that was probably really—I wouldn't say easy, but I think it's, it's pretty easy. You've given a lot of telling yeah, hints. It's really.、Easy. So for me,、uh, if just, you give、uh, me thirty seconds. Start the countdown. Yeah. Twenty-five seconds. All right. Twenty seconds. Fifteen seconds. So what are you searching? Ten <laughs> <laughs> seconds. Mm. Mm. Have you found anything?、Uh. Five. Four. Three, two, one. Oh man! Time's up.、Okay. PJ. 
Uh, let's see. I've got a few names, of course. I think the song that I looked up, mm-hmm. maybe there were quite a few versions. Few names. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know if I got the right answer, but I have a name that came up. And Which is? Ju Jingyi. <laughs> no. Uh. Ju Jingyi is like a, a 20-something. Yeah. Yeah, she's over 50 years old. I just looked up Milk Tea nickname, <laughs> and I don't know why her name came up. Anyways, it's Renee Liu. Renee Liu. Renee okay. Liu. Renee Liu is a singer, songwriter, actress, director, and writer. She has released 20 albums since 1995 and held hundreds of solo concerts worldwide. And as an actress, she has also won many awards throughout Asia, including Best Actress twice at the Asia-Pacific Film Festival. So I've got several songs today. The first one is her signature song, which is also my personal favorite. It's Later. Okay. And that'll be followed by When Love Is Coming. And if we have time, then we'll play Love You More and More. All right. Well, before we hear those tracks, I want to thank you again for joining me (laughs) on the show. And for all of our listeners out there, thank you again for joining us for another episode of Pop Music. Be sure to tune in for the next episode. I'm TJ Reed. I'm Xingyu. Take it easy, folks. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Peace.
或是很沉默。这些年来，有没有人能让你不寂寞？错过多可惜。
我幸福的地方飞去。很爱很爱你，只有让你拥有爱情，我才安心。幸福的。